<laughs> There's a lot going on today here. You're on the logout facts. It's a whole lot. So I decided to make this little Hagen Dazs, you heard? With caramel. It's banging it. Super lit. I like to let it like melt down a little bit. You feel me? Like, I don't know if you understand how serious this is right now. I like to let it get like milky. You heard? Look. Like drip. Like drip, drip. You heard? Facts. It's official. So we got a story today. Something that's going on. I meant to put it out earlier and I showed like a little quick review on the prison situation and this man that's been incarcerated for over 40 years. Guess what he did? Guess. It's crazy. He got 40 joints. No, he's been locked up for 40 years. The parole board suggests to governors and all peoples in charge that they grant him clemency. They put in a good word for this dude. Like, yo, give this dude clemency. The people in the holdup that got stuck up, they still alive. They're like, yo, he did enough time. 40 years, he didn't kill nobody. He didn't even hurt nobody. For God's sake, the gun was fake. Not only was the gun fake, it wasn't even like a BB gun, no pressure gun. You, you, you get me? It was a water gun. All that and a whole lot more. Here on the lockout. Thank you for tuning in. We all special people, including Ralph, that we about to talk about. Look, man, it's always a sad situation when anyone uh, has to go to jail, right? And we all know that. It's super sad. Nothing will ever change uh, the impact that it has on one's life, right? But I look at it like this. Look, this guy, he was apparently uh, caught up. We talking about the year of 1981. 1981, this guy decides to commit a robbery, right, Ralph? Now, 81 to now, bro, he's aged. His thinking is a lot different. It's a lot of different shit going on in his life, right? So, I don't know what the... Law is in Arkansas because different places, they stricter than others. I could guarantee you one thing's for sure and two things for certain. That if that would have happened in New York City. (laughs) 
he would have been out a long time ago, like yesterday. They would have came up with all types of situations. Listen, due to coronavirus, he, he's gone. We let him go. Or he would have not even been there during this uh, pandemic situation. He would have been out a long time ago. Leave in the comments if you know that's facts. New York doesn't have... I don't know if out there what happened to him was the three strikes uh, rule came into effect on his behalf. But he was transferred to Utah under an interstate impact, I mean compact, whatever that means to them, right? Ralph Kestel, if I'm saying his name right, has three times been recommended for clemency to the state, by the state of parole, but denied the request by Governor Mike Beebe. Yo, Beebe. And who's from the Bronx? You know BB from the Bronx? Shout out to BB, man. <laughs> BB's a good dude, man. Even though a few things might have had happened, there's still no hard feelings. Like, he was a hell of a dude. <laughs> Shout out to BB, man. By them projects over there by uh, Katona. Facts. It's crazy. So anyway... Governor Mike Beebe, bro. Let this dude go. What's up? So now people are starting to say, like, who did he piss off? Who did Ralph piss off? Because, bro, a water gun, like, people are focusing on this case now. But, yo, it took 40 years for people to focus. And I know, look, that the Innocence Project and every other, you know, group and agencies that is trying to help these innocent and people that are not so innocent as Ralph because we we also understand that hey a robbery was still committed right <laughs> someone got robbed bro like yo give me your bread oh I need it to get oh whatever I need oh <laughs> you understand amigo like you still committed a crime I get it right but when you talking about crucial, inhumane punishment of a sentence of life imprisonment, you already served 40 years. It's crazy. You already know the prosecutors. The prosecutors, they out to make sure you do that time. Anyway, look at this situation here. The prosecutors of Ralph is among those supporting clemency. Jesus Christ. For the first time in all of uh, criminalization, <laughs> if I'm uh, using the right terminology, right, is where I see that a prosecutor's actually saying, yo, bro, no mas. <laughs> Let this guy go, bro. Like, before I get fried here and crucified for being... Yo, bro, where's your compassion? Where's your feelings for a human being? Like, where have you... Where do you get these people at? I know where. In the devil's playground. In the devil's playground. It's a numbers game when you walk into that courtroom. So let's not all act surprised. Like, we don't know what's been going on. Like, we don't know what transpires. Once you go in there, you hear like... And you're just warped. <laughs> 
It's like a game. It's like a video game to them. You lose, you win, finish him. For the smallest of thing, but here comes somebody <laughs> that just uh, did the most gruesome things in the world. They're like, uh, Mr. Judge Renaniski is uh, going to be released on his own recon is, uh, based on the fact that he has his whereabouts to live. He's held the job for the last five previous years and they let him go, bro. And you're like, yo, what the? Right? Here comes little old you or me. I'm stepping on him. Do the, uh, right? What's up? He looks at you. You remind him of the little punks that be in the corner by his neighborhood on his way driving to work. He sees them in the hood, whatever. And it's like, bro, you're getting fried. Uh, yeah, you've been arrested in one year on two previous occasions. In one occasion, a Samaritan almost really got really hurt. You have no care for humanity. No one still got her almost, right? And they're going to keep the streets safer by keeping you away because you have a history, a criminal history. What I've always learned out of criminal history and situations like that is that a dude that has never had a criminal history has a more chance of committing a homicide than one who has previously been incarcerated numerous of times because you're like, let me chill, bro, because they're going to fry me next time. Somebody that's never been locked up is like, bro, I'm going to get probation once I blow your face off. <laughs> Facts. I've never been locked up. You get what's going on here, but no, no, no. Okay, so anyway, right, because we go all over with it. <laughs> but we always come back here to on the lockout. So he advocated for years. For the, you know, he supports the clemency. His release has been advocated for years by the victims of the robbery. I said that before the victims are with it. Like, yo, what's up? Let's let this dude go. So many people are fighting for him. Bro, he's 70 years old now. He's 70 years old. So what was he when this crime was committed? How old was he? When, this is in 81. We in 2001. This 40 years ago. What, what, what was he? 30? Papa, you should be a sad. 30 years old, you were still committing robberies, though? You a wild boy, Ralph. You heard? Yo, yo, Ralph, you was wildin', though, bro. They had to put the brakes on you, bro. You was going in. You was 30 doing robberies, though? Let me stop fronting, bro. I was 40-something. Still, I just did a robbery yesterday. Now I'm only playing. <laughs> the YouTube police is going to come. <laughs> you don't know the rest. Yeah, you know this YouTubers committing robberies at night. Listen, let me stop because they'll frame a whole case on you. They'll be like, it wasn't just entertainment. It was real. Who knows? I might get thirsty tomorrow and literally have to go. <laughs> listen, listen, let's, 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 let's stop because shit comes real, right? <laughs> Oh my God, bro! But honestly, I was committing robberies at, at past my thirties. Facts. So I'm not the one that could talk like that or shouldn't talk like that. Like I don't know what was the situation. For the most part, I know one thing: he was caught in the devil's grips, and the devil got the best of him. 
boom, and the devil send you to the devil's house. You heard facts, which is prison, jail, and institutions. It's nothing but devilish stuff going on in there. There's no uh, uh, rehabilitation. It's just straight incarceration to destroy humanity and a whole nation. This is just the facts. There's no, you're going to come out a better man. Those cases are very rare. They exist, but they rare. And I don't think it's so much change for a lot of people. I think it's, hey, you shook. You shook. They shook you up. You went in there. You were scared to death. And now you you feel me? I don't know if it's changed. Because some people come out and you be like, oh, he's doing great now. Yeah, he's just doing different type of crime that doesn't get him as caught as fast as his last MO status did, right? So anyway, while in prison, Ralph has worked in a previous of things. He's worked in paralegal for local Arkansas firms and all that, like well-known firms, not just for the prison, the institution. He's worked for firms, like firms that are lit, like lawyers out there, right? He's edited the penitentiary newspaper. It's, you know, which it's, you know, he's editing, bro. He's doing journalism and stuff like that. It's, it's, it seems great, right? The long line winter and failed and filled lawsuits in an attempt to win privileges or uphold the rights of himself and fellow inmates. So now he's become like a fellow inmate advocate. You know how that goes, right? He's earned three associate's degrees. Wow. You, you, you understand what's happening here? He's earned three associate's degrees. And enough college credits to be shy of multiple bachelor's degrees. Oh, my God. This guy makes a fucking Harvard student and everybody else in society look like a small fry. Like, what are we talking about here, bro? But I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I've been in prison. I've been upstate. I seen the dudes go from not wearing no glasses to the next day he goes to the visit floor. He's wearing specs and he's like, what's up? Yeah, well, basically, babes, you know, I've just been trying to maintain and I'm changing. I'm going to school here. You know, he's like crazy professor. And then you release him and boom, he blow. I get it. I get it. I understand that. But people do change. Everybody's not the same. Therefore, we can't treat every case alike. Because every case carries a different number if you just want to categorize us as that. None of the numbers are the same. We all have a different number. We all have a different date. Our lives have all different expiration dates, right? A man's life is worth a lot more than $264, bro. Facts. Jones, funding CEO of Reform Alliance, which seeks to overall overhaul probation and parole programs, told the Daily Beast. When people make bad decisions, society to, should make a good decision about how to correct them and get them back on their way. I'm on my way. 
I'm on my way and I don't know what to do. That's crazy. That's crazy. But it, that that yo, know, that's crazy. <laughs> but it's facts. Right? Obviously, Ralph made a bad decision, but society made a worse decision in throwing his entire life away over that one day. Right? I don't think that anybody should think he isn't more than, he hasn't more than repaid his debt to society. After decades of being behind bars for an offense that didn't cost anyone's life. <laughs> you feel me? Like, it's crazy. Nobody's life was taken, bro. But then again, I also understand, like, regular people that are watching right now, like, bro, he robbed somebody. People got mentally, uh, you know, he caused a lot of damage, right? Like, someone could have died. We understand that. We understand, but no one died, bro. But he's going to die. You're going to kill him. Right? <laughs> the governor, which his name is like, I think, Hitchison or Hetchison, whatever, bro. If I mispronounced it, good. Good. We don't want to pronounce those type of names right. But whatever. Sorry, Governor. We're we not trying to do it on you. We don't want no FBI's coming after us or nothing. <laughs> but anyway, he seems like he's okay with it. He seems like a good dude, this other dude, right? He has occasionally speaking on favor of justice, of justice and system, you know, the justice system reform. <laughs> he, he has a high-profile opportunity with Ralph's to act. You understand? He has a high-profile opportunity with Ralph's case to act, where people will be like, oh, it's lit. He did it. But I'm a little confused when it comes to this story, right? Because... I'm seeing like BB, right? Like BB's like the governor that they, oh, but the predecessors and dudes that came after them. I get it. I get it. But yo, BB is like the number one dude that was named in here. Like that governor. And uh, I don't, I guess he was the governor at that time. Leave in the comments if you know any, who was governor at that time. If you know anything about this case or have you ever heard of this case? But it's sad, bro. Duke. Goes into a Taco Bell restaurant. Boom. Yo, all right, everybody shut the fuck up. It's a robbery. You sit down. You stand up. Boom. Gun pointed in your back. Obviously, you didn't see it because it was a water gun. You would have seen it was of color. Whatever. And guns come in different colors nowadays, too. Don't get it twisted. It's 2021, boy. <laughs> Facts, dudes think they're actually playing in a video game. They beautiful. They have different colors, bro. You know? And I didn't even mean to say, you know, we're not glorifying gangs, guns, or violence. Never that. But it's a problem that is persistent. So anyway, let it be known if you have if you even heard of this case, you know, and he runs up in there. It's a probably 
of course, of color. And 81, I, I mean, is a water gun, bro. Imagine the year of 81. How water guns were then, bro? Them shits were playing. Like, you could tell that's a water gun, bro. You feel me? I don't remember too many water guns looking like now, like a machine gun, and you get to pump in, uh, the pressure comes out hard, none of that. They were like little water guns, like, I wet you, I wet you back. You know what I'm saying? They sucked. The water was leaking out the bottom of them. It was hard to use, bro. You better off just throwing Duke in the pump. Like, whatever, right? Or just hitting them with a water bottle. <laughs> right? But anyway... The whole thing is this. He goes up in there. Boom, it's a robbery. Oh, my God. Give me the money. You know, he probably saw a few bucks. $264 is not a lot of bread. I think what made this case so bad for him and why he got hit off with so much time, of course, is if you look back at his criminal history, he's probably been incarcerated previous times before. He probably had just finished getting sentenced for a robbery. I didn't do all that research on it. If he ever was locked up for a robbery before that, you know, but maybe you can and leave it in the comments if you're nice like that. You're I might need you to work over here on the lockout then if you if you're doing all that researching, you're but I ain't gonna sit here and lie and say I researched it really good to find out if he ever been locked up. He got 27 convictions. Nah. That's actually me. I spoke to my lawyer yesterday. Facts. No, actually, he said, um, you've been locked up over 26 times and you got over 17 convictions, as I see right here. <laughs> he said, again, it could be lower, it could be higher, but as of right now, this is what I see. <laughs> Plus this open case. Sad, right? But this is all this. And this is all I have to say about this. At the end of the day, people lose I'm pretty sure if he has a family, they want to see him. It's been years. The people that got robbed, they forgive. They seem to be pretty good people. And I think that's what I found cool about this story is that when I heard, wow, they was trying to forgive him. They actually standing up and saying like, yo, bro, enough is enough. He didn't kill me. He didn't hurt me. He just took the money. He left. It could have been worse. Obviously, he was in desperate need for sign, and nine times out of ten, drugs play a big role in that. Hopefully, he is a changed man, and hopefully he'll get an opportunity, whether it be his second chance, his third chance, or his fourth chance. It takes some of us longer than others to figure out what we really want to do in life and who we really are. Hopefully, he found himself in there, and he won't come out to continuously lift the life of crime. In 2001, there's not too much you could get away with. There's On The Lockout. Thank you for tuning in. We got a whole lot more stories coming up. I just want to leave you with this one and stay on that topic. Man, holds up, sticks up a, ta a taco restaurant for $264 and has served over 40 years. And wants to come home to his family. The robbery was done with a water gun. No one was hurt. Do you think the laws should change on that? They're a little too strict with that. Even if you get used to a stick up with a water gun. It's considered a violent crime. In New York too. Even if you do it with a stick. And you put it on his back. And you like freeze don't move. It's what appeared to be. You don't need the gun. It appeared. Did you think it was a gun? Boom. They put it in writing. 
So-and-so Warpath did a robbery with what appeared to be a gun. That's crazy. Them laws are just made to like, you know what? All you Puerto Ricans and all you black dudes, just go up in there and sit down for a long time. It's about money. Let's get it on the lockout.